You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sean and RJ here on 105.3 The Fan. Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy, Peyton Russell, Ryan Couture. No Sean Sharif today. No Sean Sharif Monday. He'll be back with us again on Tuesday. Until then, you got to deal with me, baby. My house will be for sale by then. <laughs> uh, hey, in this market, it'll sell fast. Yeah, that's right. You'll 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 be good, man. Uh, headlines here on 105 through the fan. Coming up a little bit late this hour. We are right, Peyton. We are doing Fallout Boy ticket giveaway today. That's right. One more. Well. All right, one more Fallout Boy ticket giveaway today. Uh, we will also start getting your lists ready. We referenced this yesterday, and we decided to to turn it into the 720. In honor of Raquel Welch, we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of sex symbols. So start thinking of who goes up there. Marilyn Monroe. Maybe you got a Britney Spears on there. Who knows? I vehemently disagreed with the list Choppy sent over last night, but he said he's adjusted it already. I've, I've removed one. Uh, I couldn't even believe I put her in there. I can't I can't wait for Peyton's list, which will be all people like that are 18 have been known like the last five years. Yeah, he's just going to he's just, he's just going to read off his OnlyFans sub list. Uh, Dak Prescott talked at Super Bowl, not to like the whole media. He just he was hanging out at Sleep Number and Jory Epstein from Yahoo Sports got a chance to catch up with him a little bit and talk to him about some of the changes that have taken place with the coaching staff this offseason. Dak said in terms of how much the Cowboys system is going to change, Dak said, right now, Mike told me about 20 to 30% change. I think if anything, it's things that need to be changed. It's great to dial in, fix some things, get sharper and crisper. I'm excited. So that's interesting. 20, 30%. So does it, and if Dak's saying, I think it's things that need to change, does that mean Dak thinks, was there disagreement with what Kellen was trying to do? Like, hey, there was about a quarter of the stuff that Kellen was having us do that I didn't like. I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm sure that's normal with every team. I'm sure every quarterback doesn't love every play that the OCs put in, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, now this is why, you know, when, when Brady went to Tampa, they turned the offense over to him midseason. They said, here, we're done. We're done doing the risk it, biscuit crap that uh, Bruce Arians, Mr. Know-it-all, um, you know, wanted to throw in there. And... You know, Tom decided to do his own thing, and he went back to his Patriot offense more so, more or less. Uh, when Manny went to Denver, he's like, yeah, Mike McCoy, your cute little offense, I'm going to run my what, my thing, right? That's what I'm going to do. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I I bet most of the time quarterbacks and OCs disagree on, on several ideas and concepts. That's okay. Dak on Kellen Moore's departure specifically said, when you lose a friend, you're going to be upset, but that's the nature of this business. When I say I'm upset, he's gone. It's not that I'm upset about the future. It's that when you're a player, you have the relationship we've had when he was a player. I watched his success and watched him grow into the coordinator that he is. I'm just as excited about the opportunity as I as for our opportunity as I am for the new start for Kellen. 
Uh, another quote from Jerry Jones that Jory got from uh, Jerry at Senior Bowl. He said, frankly, I want Mike and Dak to join at the hip on the execution at quarterback. So that's good. Gives us something, again, as I've argued here, it gives us something tangible to like really grade McCarthy on. It gives uh-huh. us something to say, all right, what is, because that's kind of been the question. It's like, all right, what is McCarthy's role? Like, we're going to know. If, if Jerry's telling us Dak's play is tied directly to Mike McCarthy, then it's easy. However you grade Dak's performance, you grade McCarthy the same way. Yes, you would. I mean, now you will. Now you have much more of that, uh, that ability to do that because, you know, now he's in charge. He's in charge of the offense now. Um, and, you know, and I, and I, like, do you, are they going to go to the full West Coast? No. We're going to see it, though. No, yeah, we will see. We will see some of those aspects in it, I think, for sure. Now, there was already some West Coast influence in it. Mm-hmm. So if they go 20 to 30 percent, it's a 20, 30 percent change more to the West Coast, then we might be looking at more of a full-fledged West Coast offense. I just, for the love of God, don't throw it on or don't run it on first and second down and set up third and eight every single time anymore. Please be done with that. I, I'm I'm exhausted with that. Jacob Degrom spoke at Ranger Spring training yesterday. There was uh, obviously a lot of chatter about him missing the first workout with the the left side tightness, little mm-hmm. little tight on the left side. Yeah, uh, he addressed the questions surrounding his health and missing the first workout when he spoke to reporters in surprise yesterday. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously what I've been through the past couple of years, I've dealt with some things, and this is very minor. Um, left side was a little tight. Um, mentioned that to them. Um, actually, I was still throwing at home. And then when I got here, um, they just said, hey, let's take a couple of days, knock this all the way out, and then resume. Um, you know, I was able to build a good bulk of throwing at home. I think I got off the mound close to six times before I came here, which normally leading into a spring, I would only have been off the mound two or three times. So I built up a good bulk and, you know, talking to CY about that and the training staff was, hey, let's make sure this left side goes away. And and then, uh, you know, where I was at with my arm, we were comfortable taking a few days. Everything felt fine during all your bullpens at home. Yes. And when was your last bullpen? It was like a week ago, I believe. A week, because I threw, let's see, I threw at FanFest, then I threw when I got back, and then I threw again off the mound. And then was playing catch, and honestly, like I felt it a little bit in light catch. But once I stretched out, I felt great. Okay. Uh, so I continued throwing, and then, like I said, once I said, "Hey, it's kind of hanging around," then they were like, "Let's take a couple days and knock this out." I mean, look, listen, this is not 1963 anymore, um, where he was unloading a Pepsi truck <laughs> until the third week of February, and then then reports to spring training. Um, these guys like Hitting on dames. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> these guys, uh, they train year round. Yes. You know, they'll take time off in the offseason, especially if they have an injury. You know, but it's not like he just got here and started throwing. He's been throwing all along. Right. Like, look at, you know, we, we, I, every time you know, we talked to Derek. He's he talked like, about his bulk. You heard it. Yeah, he's, he's very bulky. Yeah. Um, uh, we, you know, we talked to Derek. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, training between 8 and noon every day. Throwing bullpens. You know, just, you know, keeping his arms, you know, uh, strong and, and, and healthy. So, it's not like he just got out there and started throwing. They, they, they don't do that anymore. So, he's been throwing all along. Um, so is this a big deal? I mean, look, it's, it, you got to ramp up still, but it's just his history. It's obviously a, his history is the issue. That's, you're right. It's, it's all it is. If he was a guy who has made 35 starts a year for 10 years, no one's batting an eye at this. Yeah. But it's a guy who's made 35 starts over the last three years. And that's the issue. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's your injury. And and he even sound, seems like he knows that himself, the way he's talking about it. He's like, look, yeah, I get it. Like, I've obviously had some things crop up in recent years, so there's going to be some current concerns. But he said, this is very minor. This is just rest. Let's make the only thing that's a little, I guess, concerned about is just the lingering nature that he seemed to describe there. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it was like a week ago I felt it, and it's just it's not getting better. And it's like, okay, well, muscle tightness is not necessarily – that concerning, but it is the lingering nature of it a little bit that makes you go, ugh, okay. Uh, Tiger Woods out at Riviera Country Club. Beautiful, beautiful course. Yeah. Gosh. Not Riviera either, Riviera. That's what I said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> love love, love shooting the the, the thing there. At the, yeah, at you do. The, you're, big, you're, you're good at that, too. On, the, uh, on the greens there. Yes, as, on the greens. As we call them. Uh, Tiger Woods shot a 69. Nice. Hey, nice. It's Tiger. Uh, Shot a 69 at the Genesis Invitational. He is five off the lead, but the biggest headline, RJ Choppy, was not the 69. The nice 69 that Tiger Woods shot. It's not that, hey, Tiger's in the hunt. Tiger's on the prowl. Maybe we get red shirt Tiger on Sunday. It's, it's, It's not that. It's the ninth hole with Justin Thomas after he outdrove him there he and did what, and what did he how would you describe what he handed justin thomas uh well he uh he they were walking uh off the tee box you know in, in you know towards the fairway yep and you know he kind of goes the up, shoot as we call it the shoot is that what we call it mm-hmm. okay yeah. all yeah. right very nice um <laughs> and, and he hands justin a um tamp a tamp like tamp it down buddy like that no, like oh. uh have you ever seen carrie Right, like the the horror movie from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, you remember the opening scene in Carrie? No, he basically did that. He handed him the same thing that they were all throwing. Yeah, it was it was it was it was it was it was a tampon. Oh my gosh, Yes, and they had a laugh about it. Justin Thomas thought it was funny. That's a, look. I am I am stunned. This has not become a bigger deal. Oh yeah, and not that you have a problem with it or I have a problem. It's guys just like having fun with These each are other, guys busting on each other. I get it. Mm. Uh, stop it. Uh, that's all they're doing, <laughs> but. This is all it is. Like let's be, let's be fair. Like it is totally degrading to women. Uh, it is. There's no. It is definitely degrading. Like oh, you, you, you what? Because because he didn't hit it as far. He's a woman. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um. And that that's. I, I totally get why somebody would be outraged by this. This is. This is something that I would do to my friends. Like the, you know, on the golf when I'm playing. Yeah, that's great. Golf. Oh oh, he's 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 feeling good. He's feeling confident. He's yeah. out there. And this is a. Uh, was I think broadest references is he right that this is the same area where he like had the wreck or whatever? Yeah, it was at this tournament. It's, it was it was leaving so this, this is, tournament. This is poetic. This is this yeah. is the comeback. Yeah, I mean, like, but I'm stunned this hasn't become a bigger deal because if you if you really break it down, yeah, like it is absolutely degrading to do this. Michelle, Wee, no Michelle Wee is about to tell him. You know where I live. Come on, bro, step up. Show me you can beat me. I don't know if Tiger could beat Michelle Wee at this point. Although I don't even is Michelle even playing it anymore. I don't know. That's Retire? just the first female golfer that like popped into my head. That's the first one that popped into your head. I don't follow golf, Chop. I just play it like a freaking madman. That's what I do. I, I don't. I don't. I don't watch other people play. I sink putts myself. Uh, World Series champion and TV analyst Tim McCarver died on uh, Wednesday at the age or on Thursday, Thursday. at the age of eighty one. Obviously, a a long storied broadcast career uh, with, with MLB on Fox, um, and you had and mentioned local. that he had been a local guy for the Mets, right? He was with Mets, Phillies, Yankees, uh, Giants for a year too. Like he did, a, he was one of a handful of guys to do, you know, um, you know those four teams because there's 
Only only three guys have done Mets and Yankees. Only like two guys have done Mets and Phillies. I remember him. That that's that's when I first heard him was as a kid. I was in the New York area. Watch you know I didn't I wasn't a Mets fan, but you know I would watch baseball and he would be doing the game. I thought he was better as a local analyst. Than you didn't national. like him nationally. I hated him nationally. I thought he was condescending. But Locally, I thought he was great. You brought up the point in your email, and, and we referenced it earlier, and I think it's a great point. Like, just his voice, though, it resonates and, and gives you an air of, like, oh, this is a big game. Big game. Like, it's the same thing. It's that same energy with, like, Dick Enberg or, like you said, Billy Dick Packer. Enberg. or Yeah, whenever you would hear Enberg, I think you felt like, oh, this is a, or Costas. Vern. Whenever Costas calls anything, it's Costas, like, oh, this is Nance. important. This is, this is a big deal. Yep. And he, he was part of that, as uh, Derek Holland told us, he was on the broadcast for... His game four pitching performance, I believe it was. Uh, it was because game three was when Pujols hit those three home runs. Worst managerial decision in history, taking him out. Derek? Yeah. That wasn't the worst. I'm joking. In game four? Oh, yeah. He should have. Just let him, let him go. They should have let him stay in there, and they should have let him stay in against the Mariners right before the trade deadline in 09 when he had like a two-hitter going, and they wouldn't let him finish the game. I was so mad at Washed watching that as a 20-year-old baseball fan. Uh, one other story for you here before we enter the expressway. The grand jury in the Alvin Kamara battery case from last February has indicted him, as well as uh, Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Chris LeMond and two other men. So this was set for the initial argument or initial arraignment was set for March 2nd at the 8th Judicial District Court as the criminal case now bypasses Las Vegas Justice Court as a result of the indictment. If he's convicted, he getting suspended. Is he done? What's going to happen with him? He would get suspended, I imagine. Significantly so? Yeah. I mean, the NFL, I mean, they've got like a byline now, a, 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 um, a code on this, right? Like, if you get arrested they, they'll susp- for, for anything, they're probably going to suspend you. Absolutely. They just reserve the right to. So that yes. whenever they, whenever they want to be heavy handed with it, correct, they can. That's headlines here on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Buck Showalter is not a fan of rookie hazing at all. Also, there's a mother whose son got suspended for her career choice. But before all of that, we need your Mount Rushmore of sex symbols. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ooh-wee. Back here on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy, Peyton Russell, Ryan Couture hanging out. Ryan running the video for us back there. 
Coming up a little bit later here in the Expressway, we've got 35 minutes of uninterrupted content for you here. Uh, coming up a little bit later in the segment, we're going to do uh, Buck Showalter's thoughts on rookie hazing, which I know you were you were out in uh, at training camp standing right by there when Dez years back was like, was. I will not carry pads, bro. And so uh, we'll get we'll get some of y'all's opinions on rookie hazing and share what I think is Buck Showalter's surprising thoughts, at least to me on it. Uh, but right now we're going to shoot the breeze with the beef. I gave the beaver a hot bath. Just wrapping with the fellas, shooting the breeze. My name's Beaver. Beaver? Is that your given name? Yes, ma'am. 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. This is shooting the breeze with the beef, which just needs to reset a little bit because Choppy has not done this before. So Choppy, this is one that when I would do the nosebleeds, or when I was hosted on the weekend, this is just a segment we did where we shoot the breeze on a topic. Uh-huh. And then I am the beave, the beaver. That is I, Choppy. So we're shooting okay. the breeze with the beef. So today's topic is who is on, and this was inspired by us talking about Raquel Welch yesterday and her as a sex symbol and things like that. Who is on the Mount Rushmore of sex symbols? Mm-hmm. And you can take this a, a few different ways. And, and I want to get... All of you guys to weigh in on the truckhack.com fan text on the Twitch, the YouTube. You can text in 877-881-1053. There's a few different ways you can go with this. You can make it just, if you consider it as these are the most attractive women, um, you can view it as the the most culturally significant attractive women out there. Like uh-huh. the ones that most like resonated with people of, oh my gosh, this woman is so attractive and like she's universally loved here in America. Um, or you can just look at it as, I don't know, whatever your definition may be. We got a few names to kick around here. Going to kind of go around the room. Toppy, would you rather go like list one by one or do you want to just list your four and then Peyton lists his four and we'll go like that? How would you prefer to do it? We could do one to one. Okay. Who's your first one on the Mount Rushmore of sex symbols for RJ Choppy? Cindy Crawford. Ooh. Okay, this is a this is a really good name, especially because she was always on like the jeans ads and stuff like that. Yeah. She's got the iconic Pepsi commercial, and she is still, I think, she's gorgeous. So it's a good name and very culturally significant. So it seems like that's the direction you're going with it. Cultural impact with their beauty, very culturally uh, impactful. Well, I'm not going with that. I'm just you know, Cindy Crawford was hot. <laughs> Simple that. I don't care about cultural impact. I don't care about all that. Stuff. Was she hot? Does she do it for me? Cindy Crawford does it for me. Does she do it for you? That's she nice does. of her. Uh, Peyton, who you got? So I'm going to go back well before my time, but a Farrah Fawcett. I think is a good one. Farrah Fawcett. Are you approving of that answer, RJ Choppy? Uh, not my, uh, you know, I, 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 I get it. She's hot. I get a lot of people like her. Um, we, you know, I was looking at, uh, you know, Sarah and I were doing this. We were going through this yesterday. We were like just Googling. And uh, I, we you know, came across some photos. She was she was she was hot, but she's not on my four. Okay, so I on my my first name here, Chop, is going to be a name that I, I I will spoiler alert and say I don't have Cindy Crawford on the list That's because a miss. I because I really it's a good answer, but I feel like I can only have one from that era really, and so for me, the person from that era that that more rises above that is Pamela Anderson. So you have Pam. I have Pamela Anderson. And that, if if 
if I felt better about having two from the same era, I just think Pamela Anderson defines that same era that Cindy Crawford was in more as the one. So Pamela Anderson to me is number one. Chop, who's who do you got next? I have Pamela Anderson as well. We're getting a lot of Pamela Anderson right now on the you, fan you, text. You, I do not believe you can have a um, a, t- a Mount Rushmore without Pam. It was the first Playboy that I bought, the double issue with her and Jenny McCarthy. Um, it hasn't been opened in years for a reason. It's stuck together. Um, stop it. Uh, it just hasn't been opened in <laughs> years. Luca I'm not saying it. why. Uh, but uh, it's, it's it was it was a great issue. It's good. It's a good one. That's why I had her on there. Who you got, Peyton? I'm going with Megan Fox. Okay. Okay. This this isn't a bad answer. Oh. It's so new though. Like I don't so know. What? I don't know that they have the. I don't know that she it's rises to the level. Uh, yeah, it is. It is your list. Jessica Biel just, on there. I'm I like just, Jessica Biel. I'm just thinking of. I'm just thinking. Maybe you do. I'm just thinking. Of, I'm not saying it's the wrong answer. I'm just saying my own list. I would have a hard time. It's not a bad one. It really isn't. I would just have a hard time on that. Uh, my number two. We just talked about her yesterday. Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch was 60s, 70s. Was like super. Like, like she was the face of it. You could, I don't have her on her. You could put somebody like Linda Carter on there. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. From the same era. But I, I think Raquel Welch just, and like we said yesterday, you could have taken Raquel Welch in the 60s and dropped her in 2023 and people are still turning heads. Like she was a, okay. she was she transcends all eras of beauty, Raquel Welch. So I'm going Raquel Welch number two. All right. I like it. I didn't, I don't have her on here. Damn. But I like it. Who's your next one? Don't say Fabio. I think this next one is criminally underrated all time. And I think she is largely forgotten about. But when I was a when I was a young boy, my early teens. She was part of your awakening. She was part of my awakening. <laughs> the great, and Peyton has no idea who this is, I'm sure. The great Kathy Ireland. It's a yeah, that is a good answer. So this is this is a definitely a more personalized list. I feel like for you, because of Kat, course it is. Uh, this right. is nobody. It's my list. Of course it's personal. Well, like, do I think Marilyn Monroe or Raquel Welch, which I just spoiled my third? Do I think they're the most attractive women of all time? No, but I just think culturally significant as well. But that's a, Kathy Ireland is a good answer. What was the first one that really did it for you? What was the movie or something that got you like, oh my gosh, I love you, Kathy? Uh it was like a, it was her like in a green bathing suit. Oh, that's simple. Simple as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good simplicity. Chef's kiss. Peyton? Well, you guys already mentioned her, Pamela Anderson, number three on mine. Boy, she's a, she's a unanimous selection, I think. The fan text has been, and we'll get to the fan text as soon as we run through our four, so keep sending your your four in. But Pamela Anderson, an easy, easy call here. Uh, my next one, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, crap. I think I need to change out who my fourth is because I just remember the other. But Marilyn Monroe is, to me, uh just, I mean, she is like the beginning of all of this. Like, like, wouldn't you say that? Even if you don't have her on your list, don't you feel like Marilyn Monroe is the forerunner for the whole sex symbol label? Like, that was a, the, the happy birthday, Mr. President. The standing over the, the little rail with the wind blowing up. And she's like, oh, my. Like, that whole thing. She was one of the earliest Playboy mm-hmm. models. It's it's Marilyn Monroe, no doubt about it. You, your, your list is not valid if she's not on it. Choppy, who's your final one? I uh, there there are so many that I could have gone with here. I thought about um, 
I thought about Denise Richards. Interesting. I, I thought about Tyra Banks. Good. I think that's a good one. I thought about Pam Greer. I thought about Carmen Electra. Dennis Rodman ruined that for you. I thought about Sophia Loren and Jenny McCarthy. But I'm sorry, this chick, this late, she is just so hot. Is this the one you swapped in late? No, Kathy Ireland's the one oh, okay, swapped okay. in late. It's Liz Hurley. That is my dad's biggest crush of all oh, time. Man. He loves her. I don't like I mean she's attractive, but like I've never understood like it must be a certain era because like you, my dad, and then like some ages in between. Like yeah. I noticed but that that she's one. Put me and your dad. No, the no, same no, no, age. no, 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 no. I just said era, not not no, the. Don't put us in the same. It's we, we fi- might be the same generation. It's a. Fi- I'm saying <laughs> within a, a 15 year window, that's a lot of guys. Number one is Liz Hurley. That's all. I think you're on the younger end of the Liz Hurley obsession. Yeah, probably. And so that's all. Is that I think you're on the back end, and he's on on the front. So, Choppy's list here: Cindy Crawford, Pamela Anderson, Kathy Ireland, Liz Hurley, uh, Peyton. Who's your number four, and uh, why is it? Um, the Abella LSU Nation. gymnast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this one might be a curveball, but uh, Jessica Alba. No, that's no, fair. That's not a curveball. Okay. Okay. What I'll say is Jessica. I've watched that movie with her and Paul Walker so many times, you have no idea. Was it uh, <laughs> Deep Blue Sea or something? Or Into the Blue? Something's one of the deep. two. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? She is. Uh, I, I feel like she definitely is iconic for anybody that was like coming into their their time during like the Sin City era. Gosh, her in Sin City, you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, she in Sin City, she was that that's an iconic image, I think, for a lot. Peyton, how old were you when Sin City came out? Ten? Something like that? Nine or ten. Was do you remember when that movie came out and she was all over everywhere? Uh not really. Oh my gosh. Why is nobody my age? This is frustrating. Uh my final one, I'm gonna swap it out. Because I have to. Do I go with my preference or do I go by cultural significance? My preference was I put Britney Spears on there. Okay. Because that's culturally significant too, but I'm not I have to swap her out. Hit me, I, baby. It, and I mean, that's iconic. The schoolgirl thing is iconic. It dawned on me. I gotta put Madonna on there. Again, it's not a preference. It is, but as a symbol, she is. She was it in the 80s. So, look, I think you cover it well. Marilyn Monroe, the beginning. Raquel Welch, the next generation. Then it's Madonna. Then Pamela Anderson. And then I just, I can only have four. I think Megan Fox is a good name. I, somebody threw out a great name. But, again, I think you're competing with Cindy Crawford and uh, Pamela Anderson. Somebody threw out Anna Nicole Smith. I saw that. She was, she was modern Marilyn. Someone just put Gina Gershon on here. Someone's watched Bound lately. Bro, somebody watched, <laughs> show, somebody watched Showgirls. Yep. Oh, now see, we had this discussion earlier. I'm wearing a shirt today, uh, and you don't have to adjust, Ryan, because I want the shirt to be seen. Uh, so I'm wearing this shirt today. It is uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen hanging out at the Max from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, iconic great, great photo. Show, great, iconic girl. We had a, a question about this. Oh, and thank you, uh, Tolo Emily. She's my age. She says so. That's good. Um, the question became, would you consider, because Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but her character, Kelly Kapowski, is iconic, but is she iconic in the way of sex symbol or first crush? I feel okay, like she's more so, a first crush type. Saved by the bell, Kelly Kapowski, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was uh, first crush. 90210, Tiffany Thiessen was first. Sex symbol? Oh, my God. She was, that was, that was dirty hot there. 
Let's uh, let's get some of the names here on the trackrack.com fan text. Which Kate Upton is one I just saw. Just blowing up. Kate had, Upton I, as a modern one is a great we answer. Five, I think I, I had her up Kate. there, but then I was like, man, I don't really because I, I recognize that her grace. She does not do it for me. We've got. Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy, who's fifty-seven. I do love the beginning of your list: Marilyn Monroe, Raquel Welch, Linda Ronstadt. But then he put Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> we're getting uh, Ooh, Anna Kornikova. We're getting Anna Kornikova was a great one. Um, so we're getting a lot of Sofia Vergara. Uh, we've got Jennifer Aniston. I never thought of Jennifer Aniston as a sex symbol. She was attractive, but I didn't think of her as a you sex symbol. Pounding Novocaine spritzers. Then, no, then. she's attractive, but again, I don't think of it like a like these other women we're talking about. I think are like there. There's kind of like an overt like sexuality about them that like is part of their acting and everything. I never th- felt that with Jennifer Aniston. Well, she never ages. I mean, you could be 18, fall in love with her, or you could be 55 and fall in love. A with lot her. of Beyonce, uh, Tyra Banks, who I know we all consider Kate Beckinsale. Uh, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. We're getting some Sharon Stone in there. I thought oh, about her. There you go. That's the modern answer, I think. Margot Robbie. Uh, Suicide Squad? Yeah, but she was also in Wolf of Wall Street. Remember? She played Leonardo DiCaprio's wife. Never saw and, it. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, that role that was, role was a breakout. and But, I mean, of course, you could say Margot Robbie and then Jamie Presley and any of the other four women that kind of look like Margot Robbie. The 903 wants me to point out Olivia Dutt. 316 LSU. says Jane Slater. Which you didn't do your bit, Peyton. You said yeah. you were going to list that I as your that first. Was, I was, that was too far. I How can't dare say you, that. Peyton. I can't say that. Jennifer. Well, Bobby's best friends with her. I can't do that. Are you best friends with her? We're close. We're really close. She calls me. She she says. Uh, do you have a key to her house? Huh? Do you have a key to your, her house? No, but like, she's got the she, she's got the ring. Phone a friend. If you, uh, if she's you got the, she's got the ring doorbell that if I hit it, like oh, she man. would be able. She would unlock her house from remotely if I was over there. Well, you take your wedding ring off whenever she's around, right? Is that <laughs> <No>. what happens? <laughs> he doesn't wear it anyway. Who are you kidding? <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Uh, see, for for the times where Kristen gets a little like, you're you're gonna lose this weight, you're gonna get your hair, and you're gonna be on the radio, and like you're gonna you're just gonna leave, like when she gets like that or whatever. She's not that with Jane at all because she knows Jane like so well, like they're they're buddy buddy, and so uh, she no Jane and I are like Jane's literally like my media mom. She says that media mom. When I got when I got referenced, call her mommy. No, when I got referenced, when I got referenced in the Washington Post, she shared the screenshot and she was like proud mom moment. Like she tweeted that, so like that's that's where we are. Uh, and Jennifer Love Hewitt, Angelina Jolie, uh, who's Haley Clausen? Uh, why do I know? I know that name. Hey, I'm looking real quick. I don't know that. American model, Haley Clawson. Uh, we're getting Mila Kunis. I love Mila. Janet Jackson. There's a lot of Janet Jackson. Janet, absolutely. Janet, Miss Jackson, Eva if you're Mendes. nasty. Eva Mendes is a good one. Cameron Diaz in the mask is suggested. And I get, I hear that one a lot. She looked good. I like, I, but like, I was never crazy about Cameron Diaz, but she was getting just a ton of. Like, like, I've heard a lot of people who, like, were growing up in that era, like, 94-ish when the mask came out. They thought, like, that was their first, oh, my gosh, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Loved her. She was great. And something about Mary. I mean, I, she's always been near, near the top of my list. People coming in with Danny DeVito. I like that one. I yeah, that's a good that's, one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Jennifer Lopez, a lot of Selma Hayek, a uh, lot of Kate Upton. There's some Jenny McCarthy in there for you. Somebody threw out Shakira. Is Shakira one? Yes. I mean, she, she's good looking, but was she ever, like, at the yes. top of the list, do you yes. think? Yes. 
903 is Jane your stepmom, Bobby? <laughs> no. Uh, Rachel McAdams, uh, Kaylee Cuoco, who's up here on the TV. We always have charmed reruns up in the studio for some reason. I mean, Alyssa Milano. Uh, Alyssa Mil- But again, is Alyssa Milano first crush? Because don't so many people view her as Sam from Who's the Boss? Yeah, I mean, my age would, but then, you know, people who watch her in Charmed, I mean, she's oh, totally different there. There you go. 682 comes in with the right answer for a certain demographic. The Pink Ranger, Kimberly, Amy Jo Johnson from Power Rangers. Never, never really saw it. Dear I was, I was not in on that. Laud. Like, I, my wife, Dead here. she knows how much I like Kelly Kapowski. She hid this shirt from me for a long time. Like, she, like, packed away. She's like, stop wearing that. You look ridiculous. You do. Uh, but I don't care. It's great. But the Pink Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson... If I could, I, I need to find a shirt with her on it. She's, I was very troubled to find out the other day that she's turned 50 now. But she was, uh, let's see here. Let, let me oh, turn God this God forbid but, somebody turns 50. No, but I'm just saying that like how fast time flies. That's Amy Jo Johnson. She was very girl next door type. But overall, some good names. Any any that you struggled with? Oh, Eliza Dushku. That's another good name. Any yep. that you struggled with, Chop, that you felt like, man, I, I wish I would have been able yeah, to find I mean, a spot. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, you know, I wish I wanted to felt a spot for, uh, you know, uh, like Jessica Alba, Jessica Beale, uh, Tyra Banks, oh. uh, Naomi Campbell. Alicia Cuthbert's a good name, Alicia too, because Cuthbert. of her Girl Next Door role. But then again, there's the Girl Next Door wifey type as opposed to the, the sex symbol. Um, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, we did need to give Halle more. Barry, Nobody uh, has mentioned Kim Kardashian, and she should have been mentioned this entire time. Uh, she helped with the sex tape explosion. Yeah. Like the, she was, she was a pioneer of that, no, along with Pamela. Pam, Pam it was Pam, and then it was Paris, and then it was Kim. And now everybody makes them. Yeah, yeah. You make them. Peyton makes them. Everybody yeah. makes them. You know, I'm not gonna lie, Peyton. Anybody you had trouble leaving off your list before we uh, give away some Fallout Boy tickets? Uh, I mean, Emma Watson was one that I always I fell in love with her early on. So look at that you, you're a, you watch Beauty and the Beast, don't you? I do. And and uh, Harry movie. Potter or whatever she's in. Uh, let's hook the Tolos up with some uh, tickets to Fallout Boy. Let's we'll do, do it. We'll do that Peyton. right now. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> caller number ten right now at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three wins a pair of tickets to see Fallout Boy along with Bring Me the Horizon and much more when they all rock out at Dosecki's Pavilion on June twenty eighth. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number ten at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Man, Phoebe Cates. There's another one that just got Ooh, thrown out. Yeah. That one is. That's the most iconic scene in a movie, isn't it? The coming out of the, the pool? Uh, the pool one. Yeah, coming out of the pool times? in Fast Times. Yeah. Up to Judge Reinhold. That was his... Uh, his Shh, I met... Judge I, Reinhold. I met Judge Reinhold at uh, at the Star a couple years ago. And I've got to I've got to tell you the story. Because he was, he was very nice. He took a picture with us. And he was just a cool dude. But we have uh, our audio engineer that works with us. is a guy named uh, Lance Wells. And this is Lance right here. I'll, uh, I'll turn around for the fan cam. But you see Lance here? Long hair, beard. Yeah. Looks like that. So this, uh, where are we? There we go. That's Lance, our buddy with our long hair. So we got to, we saw Judge Reinhold there. We're like, let's go take a picture with him. And so we walk up to Judge Reinhold and he sees our friend Lance and he starts mussing his hair up and he goes, Spicola, you goofy MFer. I've wondered where you've been all these years. <laughs> God. It's a great reference, it is. man. It's a great reference. Oh my gosh! Uh, as we get Peyton ready, because I know Peyton's screening calls here, I'm gonna play the Buck Show Walter thing here in a sec, Peyton. And so I know you're busy, so I don't want to catch you up here. But in general, before we play the Buck Show Walter thing, Chop, what is your thought on the hazing, rookie hazing in sports? 
Um, I mean, keep it like paying for dinner and stuff. Yeah, like keep your, you know what, out of my. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Area. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Just, just... (laughs) Like, keep it to the point where you're not like, uh, you, you can know. turn that off now, Peyton. <laughs> what, what is it? What is very, that? It was on a loop. It looped back to the beginning. <laughs> keep, keep it away from like, uh, you know, making it basically degrading. Yeah. And we're good. We can pay for dinner, carry, carry water, carry bags. You know, like when I was in high school, right? Freshmen had to carry the seniors baseball gear. To practice or like when Roy Williams tried to get Des to carry yeah. the pads. Now, when you were out of training camp at that time, what was your thought on that? Were you like, This is just carry the pads, carry the pads, dude? See, uh, that's but how, you know, at the professional level, you're a professional, but you are a rookie, it's just the natural way of it. Like, I don't like, I, I think it's funny, like, you know, it's when uh, in, in baseball, right, they'll have the um, the, the rookies, you know, carry these funky backpacks out to the bullpen. Oh, yeah. Right, it's filled with chewing gum. Yeah, and all, usually it's all. like, uh, like I remember uh, Casey Kiker when he was uh, when he first got there, they made him carry like a pink unicorn yeah. backpack. It's like a kid's. That's like, fine. That's fine. Yeah, like, that's that's. But you know, when, when you start getting into like, you know, genitals and stuff, like stay away. Get into what? You know, people. You know, like the hazy where they really go at you. But they, what did you say? Genitals. Genitals. Oh. Gen- I had no idea what you were talking about. Did you speak English? I thought you said gender. Like, you know, you see these high school kids, they do that stuff, and it's like, okay, that's like, that, that, that's assault. Right. That's the stuff that gets Stay you in major away, trouble. Yeah. But the pain for the dinner, Whatever. like, do you even think that's too much? Were no. you, like, trying to make a rookie pay $15,000 for dinner? Okay, fifteen grand is a lot of money, but, you know, like, no, but, like, if they're all splitting it, they're all making... Half a million bucks a year, whatever that you, you can afford. That. Well, Buck Showalter was talking to uh, Mets media yesterday, and and something just had come up. A, a reporter was joking about, oh, you're gonna have him carry the backpack or something like that. And Buck Showalter turned it into a little mini rant about hazing. I don't do that to people in today's world. You know, like embarrassing somebody. It's kind of like the Clubby Olympics. You know, when you don't want anybody to get hurt and you don't want anybody to be embarrassed. I, I hate embarrassing people. It's like the the whole hazing stuff. I, that's so stupid. Oh, it was done to me. Well, it was stupid when they did it to you. <laughs> I never understood the rookie hazing BS. Come on, man. The guy's got your uni on. He's trying to help you. Why don't you make his path a little easier? It's like uh, when people say, they, well, they did it to me. Well, it was stupid then, wasn't it? Hazing fan. 469. Hazing is fine. It happens to you once and then you're in the club and get to do it forever. 
Uh, another 469, you can't make a rookie who is drafted higher than you and has a bigger contract carry your gear. Uh, so yeah, like is the number one quarterback? If, let's you know, let's just say the number one pick in the draft, like uh, Trevor Lawrence. If you were you couldn't haze Trevor Lawrence, you think? I'm sure Trevor Lawrence got hazed somehow. I'm sure there was a rookie dinner that he paid for. Yeah, in, in all likelihood, I just I look at it and I say, like that point there, like just do it the one time and then you're in. Like because I I feel like you risk. Do you risk seeming like, like if you refuse, you're like, no, I'm not doing it. Do you risk seeming like a baby to the veterans? Do you risk getting isolated by them? Uh, I think you do. I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell you who did not respond well to rookie hazing, and I think it did because it was just it was like goofy stuff, like like little things. It was it wasn't like malicious stuff. But somebody who didn't respond well to it when you talk to people uh, with the team with the Cowboys, Tristan Hill didn't respond well to it, and Tristan Hill. I think did sort of develop a, rela- a reputation with some of the veterans is like, don't be a baby. Like we're, we're, we're just having fun with you. Like this is the, this is the nature of like busting each other's chops. Like that's all we're doing here. And I think that risks you not getting into the club. Now, is that fair? If somebody doesn't want to do that, should you like, like, is it, is it unfair to go like, Hey, if this guy doesn't respond well to that, why would you actively screw with your teammate and mess with his mentals and then make him worse on the field potentially, or not feel like he's fitting in? I guess you could have that, but it also, you could look at it from the test of how mentally tough are you? You're not mentally tough to handle this. Well, how mentally tough are you going to be when you're tired and hurt in the fourth quarter of a December playoff or of a December regular season game is the divisions on the line. Uh, I, I don't disagree. I mean, you know, you, you, there is there is that of getting into the club and, and, and being accepted by the veterans. Now, again, as the starting quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, is it different for him because he's the number one pick? He's the anointed one. I would say, I would argue that he has a larger chunk of respect to earn. When you have that title of being the best draft pick since Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, you've got an extra big thing to live up to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> stop it. Uh, like you've got to live up to even more. So it's, I think, even more incumbent on him to to get on the side of the veterans. 510, love hazing. It's a rite of passage. Just don't go overboard. Yeah, you can't go overboard. Like you, if you want to make him pay for dinners or like the, you know, the, the rookie relievers carrying a, uh, a backpack yeah. out of the bullpen full of chewing gum. Yeah, like a Dora the Explorer Whatever. backpack. Yeah, like, that's cares? just funny. That's you're just, fu- you're yeah, being that's, goofy. You know, they, they'll, they'll make them dress up on airplanes, you know, one, you know, yeah. one series Dress up in costumes and sing and Whatever. stuff like that. Yeah. But like, if you start like making him, making them do other things that are, you know, em- I don't want to say embarrassing, but like just dehumanizing. Man, no. That, Boy, that this ain't, is that ain't, that this ain't. this is a fifty fifty split on the Fantex. Six eight two hazing is for cowards. Eight one seven. When I was a freshman, senior tried to haze me. I hit him with a dumbbell. End of story. Eight one seven hazing is essentially a rite of passage if done correctly. Eight one seven hazing anyone is BS. Two one four. Did y'all haze Bobby when he started? I don't know. Did you? Uh, no, I don't think it's so. tough to haze me because I'm such a troll. Yeah. Like I just I le- I would lean into it or like kick it back. Um, let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Four six nine. Is it hazing Bobby when Sean and RJ try to get you to eat anything other than fast food? You did haze me there. You guys hazed me in trying to get me to eat at nice restaurants that I don't. Oh yeah, go God to. forbid we we try to get you to to, to venture out uh, from Dino Nuggets. <laughs> uh, 817 you don't know what your teammate has gone through in their past you got to make it non-emotional it has to be non-emotional it's got to be just like um, you know pay for a dinner or 
you know, rookie dinner. Like I said, carry the backpack. Yeah. Six eight two. Nothing uh, that is like dehumanizing, though. Uh, let's see here. What do we have here? Uh, 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 we had six eight two. Overboard is in the eye of the beholder. That's another thing. People are more sensitive to some things than others, and so you may think that wasn't overboard, and they may think it, and so then you're having to run into that. So I, I don't know. It is just a uh, yeah. That's that's it. Nine three six. Bobby hazed Sean and RJ when he started. Yeah, I, I reversed it. I flipped it on its head and I started hazing y'all. Oh, you did. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Would you not agree that? Yeah, he shows up at six o'clock every day. Yeah, that's, that, that, that right is, there is that's hazing, hazing you guys. Right. Yeah, he's yeah, we, we, we sure got him, Peyton. <laughs> anyway, I just find it interesting, especially because Buck Showalter is, I think, considered such an old school type of guy. Generally, I just find it interesting that he wouldn't have more of the old. Not that it's right or wrong. Just I'm surprised he wouldn't have the old school mentality on hazing. Like, yeah, pay your dues and and do. I was just surprised to hear that was his take on it. Was to basically be like, you can't. Although he did say in this world today. In this, yeah. So I also wonder if he's like, uh-uh, people react too negatively to that. You can't chance that. All right, we got another story here. Uh, just a couple minutes left here in the expressway on Sean and RJ on 105 through the fan. Saw this headline yesterday, and I thought, uh, I need to get RJ Choppy's thoughts on this. School suspends boy after finding his mom's OnlyFans content. Ooh. Now, here's my first question. Where did the school person find it? It was probably a parent. It was a Karen. Isn't it, it a little bit Karen? Isn't it a little bit like calling the police and being like, "They stole my weed." Like you're snitching on yourself by doing that. You're snitching by, on yourself by saying, "I found your OnlyFans." Well, how did you find that? You must have been browsing. But this woman, uh, it's uh, the this story from Dexerto says another day, another OnlyFans scandal. This time, OnlyFans star Sarah Blake Cheek. <laughs> That's just funny Sarah name. Blake Cheek <laughs> a great name. Is, re- <laughs> is revealing her story in support of fellow creator and Florida mom, Victoria oh, Treese, who was banned from volunteering at her school. This woman, Victoria Treese, was banned by Orange County Public Schools. This was not private. Ooh. She was banned from volunteering at a public school because of her OnlyFans. This woman here, uh, Sarah Cheek, who <laughs> every time, right, look, I Cheek can understand. I can understand them banning the mom from being a in the PTA. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't, but I can understand it. But not the kid. Well, yeah, this was, so this was a different mom. This one had the kid, and then this other mom said, "Well, I'm going to speak out now because I'm an only fan star. My seven year old son was uh, kicked out of school. He was suspended because of her content." She now goes, is my, that at a private school? It doesn't say. I kept looking for it. She doesn't. It must be. It's got to be a code of conduct thing, or it could be a religious private school, could or be a religious school, or something. But she says my son was suspended from school, and in trying to communicate with the principal, she refused to talk to me or give me a reason as to why he was being treated badly simply because I did OnlyFans. She goes, uh, when Victoria's story hit, that's the other woman. When Victoria's story hit, I messaged her because she had found an attorney willing to take on an OnlyFans case. I had a similar situation with being banned from my kid's football organization because I did OnlyFans. They erased me from my kids' lives and humiliated me for what I did in private by exposing that secret. So, now it's interesting. You say you get it from the private school perspective, but then you also get it from the public school perspective if it's PTA. Why? Like, why would you think PTA would be? Well, let's just say you're a volunteer. Like, you know, like uh-huh. I can understand a school not wanting the mom or the dad who's doing it around. I can understand that. I wouldn't, I don't agree with it, but I can understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, private schools, they can do whatever the hell they want. We know that. And it's stupid. Right. It's they, there. They can do it. If, it's, if it's a religious school, like they could do, especially that. I could talk. We've seen this. We saw this in uh, in California. 
um, a couple years ago where an OnlyFans mom her kid was kicked out of school for that. We got a uh, 469. The mother should be ashamed of herself and her username should be shared so that I know where to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, four six nine. Hey, I was a high school teacher, and one of my students' moms was gorgeous. Then we found her IG. My goodness. Uh, another one interesting. Four six nine. Depending on the age of that kid, he's about to get a lot more new friends. Not necessarily. I don't think you want the hot mom. Do you? Who? Like if I- you for yourself? Do you want your mom to be hot and everybody like? Oh, I don't think you want that. Oh no. Oh no. Do you definitely? That's how you want get that. friends, though. Not the friends you want. That's oh. how you get Stacy's mom's got it going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's the yeah. You don't want that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's. I mean, to me, I personally have a major problem with anybody being blamed for something that isn't them. So I, I would not, I cannot blame the kid and punish the kid right. for the actions of the parent. I would never do that, especially a seven-year-old. But eh, you know, uh, that's that's the way things go sometimes. Yep. Coming up next here on Sean and RJ, Cavante Turpin wants a larger role in the Cowboys offense, and Dak Prescott is speaking out about what that Cowboys offense will look like with Mike McCarthy calling plays. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.